0: us in the kitchen Mixing up a whole lot of food For the boss of the bitch They got nothing better to do You sit him out while you're talking it hey, won't get up quick? He used sit for that homebrew Back of the fridge
1: Welcome back to Drink Mo Beer Radio. This is episode number 14, and we are here at Schlafly. I'm
0: joined by
1: Brewer Ambassador Brewer
0: Ambassador Brewer player. is what the uh, Ambassador Brewer is what the business card currently says. So this is Stephen Hale, um, and he just
1: finished giving us a demonstration on the big gong that's here at the HQ of Schlafly downtown St. Louis. So um, we're gonna jump into it. So Stephen, tell us a little bit about what what that title means. I mean, you you started out with Schlafly a, a while ago, right? Back in uh, the 90s? Yes, if, 90s?
0: Uh, if by 25 years you mean a while. <laughs> um, I was the assistant brewer to Dave Miller at the time, who is uh, held in great regard in many home brewing circles. He mm-hmm. was the first brewmaster here. He's from St. Louis. He uh, moved out of town shortly after I did, after a stint, which caused me to move back to Schlafly, but uh, starting in the fall, we both started in the fall of 1991, and at the behest of uh, Dan Kottman and Tom Schlafly, who are the co-founders of Schlafly Beer, and I've pretty much been here ever since. And uh, I was in production and operations for 22 years, three years ago, moved from uh, operations, uh, brew house, cellar operations, and production to this role Uh, that eventually got the title Ambassador Brewer, which sums up a lot of what I do, which is travel, working with our sales guys in our outer markets, doing beer dinners, tap takeovers, cask nights, uh, staff education, beer education, beer school, things like that, as well as uh, as a lot of my uh, daytime job is spent doing copy editing and sitting in on podcasts and (laughs) doing fun things like this, so... Awesome. That's well, that sounds
1: sounds like a job a lot of people may want.
0: They have to earn it after 25 years Right. 22
1: years. <laughs> so did you come up with the title, or was it bestowed upon you?
0: I, I actually created the title. I hadn't seen anyone else use it, mm-hmm. um, and others since have used it, which is great. I'm, sure. I'm glad others are, are using it who do similar kinds of mm-hmm. functions. And I, uh, I'd like to reserve the title Brewmaster for those who have had extensive schooling and maybe they does not have to be in charge of a big a big brewery anyone in charge of a brewery can use the term we have leaned towards chief brewer or head of brewing operations okay. for our titles here
1: very cool so what we're kind of here talking about is uh kind of hop in the city which is an event that's coming up on the the 17th correct
0: saturday can you hear me okay i just jumped up to uh Measure the gong, I have to tell
1: people. He said gong, people. He said gong.
0: Yeah, uh, and it is, let's call it a 40 uh, a inch gong. So there we three go. Feet. I've always wondered, I thought, and it was more than three feet, but I didn't yeah. think it was a, a four foot gong. And with a handy measuring tape, I confirmed it. So, <laughs> From Ikea after your first trip. Okay, you had to tell everybody. <laughs> finally went to the big I store. I haven't been. And it so. was an amazing experience. Unfortunately, we had a time limit. <laughs> so. Came out with flowers. That's it.
1: There you go. I heard the meatballs are good. I'd like to get the meatballs. <sighs> there I gotta go back. Of know. course. But hopefully you don't have to meander through the the whole the whole entire store here. It's quite easy intense. to get to the
0: restaurant. Go in, go upstairs, go. turn right, and you're in the restaurant.
1: <laughs> so Schlafly started things back back in the '90s. You were here back in the, back in the day. Um, Hop in the city though. Coming up on the 17th, this gong's gonna be played there. Um, number 18 number 18 is yes okay so what year did things start out was that 1999
0: was the first hop in the city every single one of them has been here at the Schlafly Taproom in downtown st. Louis 21st and Locust Street the first two years were held on uh, 21st Street outside what was our front door from when we opened until 1998 when we expanded into the north building and created the new entrance on the west side of the building by the parking lot by the silo, that's the entrance right. everyone is used to now. And actually, the front door, the old front door, doesn't even have a handle or a lock on it anymore. You just got to play. You can't use that door to get in oh, the building. Wow. It's to the left of the beer garden. The first hop in the city in 99 was on the street. We had about five or six tents, about 25 beers, I think, 25 or 30 beers. Uh, the second year, we expanded more into the south parking lot, okay. uh, which used to be where the St. Louis Carriage Company uh, stashed their horses when they weren't towing the carriages around the city. So there were some great photos of the lot filled with whatever horses need to walk on in a uh, in a fenced area we had to shovel mm-hmm. it all out in 91 to create the south parking lot. So oh, so go. this is as you mentioned Andrew coming up on number 18 on Saturday the 17th. That's a good way to remember it. On the <laughs> 17th is our 18th annual. There you annual.
1: go. Nice, will
0: be nice. held here at the Schlafly Taproom on the West Lot, and we'll get into more details about the event itself.
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, so I, I did know, just kind of researching a little bit about the fest, is, is that it's really um, also musically driven, as well as obviously beer focused. And we'll, we'll get into to more of the beer there uh, in a little bit. But, you know, Schlafly's always kind of had... And I don't know if this is done purposely or if it just kind of occurred, but I know I go to the, the Bottle Works location, there's always music, the bluegrass is happening, all kinds of open mic, and I know you guys have a big focus this year on a lot of St. Louis and international um, known acts. So can you talk to that? Is that, is that done on purpose? How do you come to that?
0: Happy to discuss that. I think the uh, just reminding people that the background of Hop in the City has been a beer festival, Uh, with 40 of our beers. We got up to the number of 40 beers a bunch of years ago, and that seemed to be a nice, happy number. We could have done 50 or 60 or 70, but it really doesn't work that well. So 40 is a great number of all Schlafly beers served in one afternoon on a beautiful September day out here on the parking lot. It's been a very popular event. This year, we expanded it greatly and effectively are hosting two concurrent festivals that's one way to look at it Okay. so if you're a music lover and want to hear the musical acts of Union Rags Ace Sinclair, Claire mm-hmm. uh, uh, Black Joe Lewis Black Pistol Fire uh, White Denim Calexico did I get them all Katie? I don't think we mentioned that the ever so delightful Katie Caro was sitting here with us who does a lot of work for, uh, uh, for and with Schlafly and I'm very happy to hear even though her, uh, the signer of her paycheck is not from Schlafly. She does say we when she's talking about Schlafly events, which is great.
1: <laughs> is she's it the royal we? No, it's not the royal we.
0: She's totally team Schlafly, which is great. So uh, we need more of that, people who take that attitude and other people sign their paychecks. So uh, thanks for being here, Katie. Thanks, <laughs>
1: guys. Yeah, thanks for setting this up. This is good stuff.
0: And Katie was the uh, first one to do the gong hit. Gong Gong uh, hits yes. today. Sorry,
1: so. we have some we have some gutterheads who listen to. This I don't show, know what so. she
0: did early this morning, but <laughs> anyway, the, that lovely gong sound was uh, was led by Katie Carroll. It was it so. was
1: good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some sound mixing there. Yes, I'll have someone else do it. I'm not good with the mixing. Ask questions and drink the beer. You'll
0: have to try hitting the gong too yourself. <laughs> oh, I I will. So back to the festival. It is still called Hop in the City, and we gave a huge focus. Our giving a huge uh, focus on. Um, the musical selection this year. And uh, the uh, bands I mentioned uh, are playing from noon to 9 p.m. The beer tasting portion, what everybody remembers as Hop in the City, takes place from 1 to 5 p.m. There are two and only two ticket pricing structures. The Hop in the City, as you remember it, which gives you access to all the uh, nearly 50 beer styles that we have, uh, on tap for the day, that's a thirty-dollar ticket, and available tickets are available only online. Everyone's online today, these days, right? I think mostly. Most of them. Um, not available at the uh, taproom and bottleworks lobbies. So tickets online, uh, Schlafly.com/hop or Eventbrite. I guess if you go to Eventbrite and search. Uh, Certainly, we'll put all those links
1: up there for people to to drive them. Are tickets still available?
0: Tickets are still available. I think there are only a couple left, so you better hurry and get those tickets before they're gone because you do not want to miss this event. And I'm not talking about the crazy guy playing the gong. I'm going to stop saying doing the gong hits all afternoon. (laughs) The kilt guy. Because I was a teenager a very long time ago, and... We're not going to talk about that. Sure, the kilt guy. I might be hard to find in the crowd. Thank you. Um, but the uh, musical selection, so $30 for the beer tickets, hop in the city as you once knew it, which is still taking place. But at the same time, we're having this great music festival from noon to 9. That's only a $15 ticket. That gets you onto the lot. We're calling it the lot ticket. Gets you onto the lot for the six bands from noon to 9. If you want to purchase... Uh, Beer and food extra, those are available for purchase. And I should clarify that food is not included in either ticket price. So $30 gets you all the beers at the Hop in the City and all the music. $15 gets you all the music. So if you only want a pint or two of beer, get the $15 ticket, buy a pint. There are a couple of other bar open, uh, sorry, not an open bar. That would be a silly (laughs) thing to say be a bargain you guys, you guys listening to me right now don't write that down it's not an open bar there are two <laughs> bar locations where beers can be purchased uh f- to go along with your lot ticket uh the same fabulous food by chef andy white and his fabulous culinary crew uh, will be set up in the corner up by uh, 22nd street in locust we have uh, many additional vendors uh joining us on the street i think katie we've got our hop okay Sorry, I should look at the map first. Sorry, Kate and Lowe and Will and <laughs> others who work so hard on this. The uh, uh, the pilot brew system will be on display on the street, too. Our small batch, our awesome. small brews system from Pilotworks okay. will be available as an educational component uh, to the event. So that's pretty cool.
1: That's that is great. I think has that been out in the public a little bit? That brew system at some other festivals. Would we have it seen has. that? I seem to remember we took
0: it to Science on Tap. That's where that's where I saw it. It's a great little setup. We actually brought it down here when a uh, a traveling a visitor came in doing a uh, uh, doing an event. Anyway, it has traveled, but not a lot. Okay,
1: so it stays stays close to home. Close so. to home usually. So now will will demonstrations be taking place with the the brew system that day, or are we just going to kind of be able to look at it, talk to some folks, learn a little bit I knew I should
0: have clarified this before because I think I've heard both answers, and I'm not sure which one they're going with. Yes, probably, but even if it's not brewing, um, when people walk into the tap room or the bottle works and look in the brew house, mm-hmm. really all you're looking at is a bunch of stainless steel tanks and... Uh, gorgeous, lovely young brewers walking around and pointing at things and opening lids and having steam come out. And it looks like something's happening, but it's really not quite as interactive as the Science Center, for example. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not brewing, it is uh, very educational and interactive for people to learn a lot from it.
1: Very cool. So there there will be food available, beers for purchase with that lot ticket. But let's jump into what this podcast is all about and let's get into the beer here. Um, and chat a little bit more about that
0: I'm uh, I'm opening my screen to show Andrew which I think he already knows about the way we're breaking up the tents this year and we did do this last year at Hop in the City Uh, we have multiple uh, six tents uh, showing the uh, number showcasing uh, the beers in different categories and I think that's the uh, the most exciting thing about Hop in the City last year and this year we A fruited category we have a traditional category
1: you got the the hops in there and then you've got let's see full-bodied and you mentioned the the hop trial which I'm super excited about kind of a hop head um, like all the beers but you know that that gets me kind of excited Um, I tried some of those out of the package Um, are there any beers here Stephen that that are part of the the R&D series the research and development things that you're trying out or all of these standard schlafly beers that are being served at hop
0: uh they are not all and when you say standard i think you mean beers that are available in six Correct. pack and on draft as a things even even if it's a one-off. Right. no there are several uh, special batches and that is uh that is where the uh, that's the specialty tent that's going to be up okay. close to the building so out in the lot we'll have uh three tents on one side three tents on the other the stage is at the far end uh the specialty tapping booth is probably going to be pretty popular because we've got A limited number of beers there uh, that you probably have not had before. Uh, We're doing a cucumber lager. Uh, I've heard of some breweries uh, changing their uh, flagship beer into a cucumber version of that flagship beer. We're not planning to do that yet. (laughs) Don't wait for the cucumber pale ale to show up in the stores yet. Yeah. So. There are beers like that, watermelon lager that didn't last long. So people will be able to taste a variety of beers that you can't find on tap or in uh, 12 packet and in, uh, in the stores.
1: It's very exciting. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now, I know recently, Stephen, you were live on Facebook, I think in the basement of, of this building, the, the brewery, I guess it is, in the cellar. Is that your old stomping ground there?
0: i think i've spent collectively more hours in the south cellar of the schlafly Taproom than i have anywhere in st louis given that it is that it is effectively the nerve center for schlafly beer production at the tap room the brew house of course is on display upstairs by the dining room but the additional fermenters bright tanks serving tanks filtration kegging uh you know all this stuff all the uh, extra stuff that it requires that is required to take raw materials and turn them into a pint of beer. And we'll talk about the beers we're currently tasting in a moment. The—that uh, That is all in the South Cellar. So I spent a lot of time down there. And awesome. uh, that's currently available on uh, our tours we give on the weekends too. Oh, great.
1: Okay. So, I will have to check that out. I spend most of my time at your Maplewood location. So I'll need to venture out here a little more. But um, you, were, you were kegging up the Hefeweizen, is that right? The Fest beer?
0: So it's interesting you use the, the name Hefeweizen because that I believe is the traditional name for the German wheat beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is probably a crowd of people listening to this. Um, I mean, both of them, uh, who might agree that, uh, <laughs> hey, we got three, we just have yep, one more joint. <laughs> right. The, uh, glad to hear it. The, uh, uh, the other term we used because we had used the term Hefeweizen for our unfiltered American wheat beer, okay. so we used the term Weissbier, beer. And I've okay. been told that that is equally a traditional uh, term in Germany for the unfiltered German wheat beer okay. that's made with about uh, up to 50% uh, wheat malt and the traditional yeast strain that causes uh, elicits those uh, fabulous flavors in a Vice beer.
1: Very good. So so then that beer is going to be available for tasting. It's going to be, it's not a, a one-off. I mean, this is a beer that, that folks have had before, just another batch we've, of it.
0: Well, we've done other uh, versions of it. Okay. We, uh, we okay. have brewed Weiss beer before, but uh, what's really special about this beer is that our director of brewing operations uh, brewed it for her wedding coming up. Oh, wow. Way to go, Emily. Nice beer style. One of my favorites. And I know you didn't do it for me, but you also like the beer style. So, well, Katie's smiling too, and Andrew's happy. You're going to make a lot of people happy uh, brewing this beer. And it will be available in, shall I say, almost unlimited supply at the festival. Awesome. And while supplies last at, I believe, both locations. So it is a full 14 barrel uh, production beer, not just one of the uh, Pilot Works uh, small brew system.
1: Very good. So people can uh, feel a part of that. those wedding festivities of one of the Schlafly family members, which is always, always cool. So always awesome to hear the story behind the beverage, yes. behind the beer. So yep. um, thank you for that little brief history lesson. I know you have tons more lessons that, that you have in your head all about the history of beer. How much time you got, Andrew? I got all day. All, all right. Day. You so got the I. beer, I got the time. The sun's not
0: setting for a while. <laughs> Katie, you're sticking around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, I, I got things to do. <laughs> All right. So I've, I've got a whole bunch of questions. I sent them over ahead of time, um, one of which is I've kind of noticed a lot of the, the loggers and maybe it's just where I am in my craft beer journey, so to speak. Um, but, you know, I was always on the search for something new, something unique, something, you know, pushing the boundaries, be it whatever's popular in the in the industry and in the, on the consumer side. But I've noticed a lot of loggers from Schlafly. Has this been something that's been around for a while? Are loggers new to what you're doing, or that, were they part of the foundation?
0: So you mentioned uh, storytelling, which I think is really key to uh, helping people get to know a brewery better because you can put only so much stuff in print and on social media. And the story I'm referring to is goes back to the opening of the brewery. Dan Kopman, Tom Schlafly's co-founder of Schlafly Beer, of the St. Louis Brewery, uh... they agreed to hire dave miller who was a pretty well-known homebrewer he'd written a couple of books already mm-hmm. and dave comes from a german background and the short story here cuz i don't think on a uh, podcast i should make it medium or long although i tend to <laughs> lean that way kate right Katie's saying no don't make it tell the short story <laughs> short story is dan's background was at young's in london and scottish in newcastle and other breweries uh... in the uk and europe Dave's background as a German was, well, let's put it this way. He wrote the style guideline book for Pilsner. So the unofficial story is that Dave agreed to brew Dan's Pale Ale, which is one of our flagship beers, if he could make a Pilsner, true to his German roots. And Dan said, sure, let's make a Pilsner. So when we opened, within a few months after we opened, we had both the pale ale and the pilsner. So we have brewed lagers from the get-go, from our earliest from our infant origins back wow. in ninety-one. And we've only added lagers and other beers uh, to the portfolio. We like to think that uh, there's a great variety of beer for people to try and uh, there are breweries that excel at one over another. I think there are there may be enough that maybe some that do. Uh, both ales and lagers but many limit themselves uh, because of production technique or for a variety of reasons they don't do booth both we like to do a variety and we like to think we do them pretty well the uh, can we make an allusion or a direct comment on the beer that you guys are both drinking Yes, I, brought it I, was, to uh, you. I was
1: going to bring that up. Thanks for bringing that up the stairs, by the way.
0: You're very welcome. And I did come up the stairs. I didn't take the elevator. I got to get <laughs> in my paces for an old man like me. The uh, the beer we're referring to is Noble Lager. It is a continuation of our Lager series. The uh, Summer Lager, as it's phased out, as we get away from summer, transitions to Noble Lager, which use is a reference to the Noble Hops used in the beer. Sure. And the Uh, classic European ingredients so it's got a really good crisp clean I shouldn't tell you what it's like I'm gonna stop there and (laughs) maybe have you guys add in uh, your your thoughts on the beer because I know I like it
1: yeah certainly and I was actually introduced to this beer uh, a couple weeks ago or probably a week ago by one of uh, by Jake Flick of Schlafly one of the the great reps that you guys have who Mm -hmm. really really knows his stuff Um, kinda was one of the reasons I got into craft beer so shout out to Jake there but I, I truly enjoyed this beer, because it was, it was easy enough drinking, but it had enough complex, you know, the flavors and you're getting just some, enough of the, the hot backbone from those noble hops you mentioned going back to that, um, you know, the, the German tradition, I guess that kind of is the backbone of Schlafly, which is, which is really cool. So, um, what kind of, what kind of malt were, were used in this? Probably uh, I, I mentioned the
0: uh, European malts and since I've been out of, uh, cellar and uh, sure. production operations, I can't specify, those are trade secrets, Andrew. We can't share <laughs> that stuff. Actually, we have uh, we have wonderful style bugs. They're a little circle, about three inches across or something. They're um, similar to the size of the pucks on our tap handles, a little sure. circle, and they are full of information. So oh, great. anyone who would like to memorize all 70 styles on those style bugs, um, have at it. There I can recite a lot of the information, but uh, every bit of every uh, every recipe, uh, might put me to the test. The original recipes, I still know <laughs> got, a lot of them those, pretty them. well. Sure. So uh
1: yeah but this is certainly the, the noble lager. Is this gonna this is gonna be around for the, the winter months?
0: No it actually uh, this uh, this lager is here with us now until the white lager comes up Ooh. in early win- late fall early winter. That's the transition. Basically every seasonal beer will make a transition. Good. then when we get to white lager uh, we have that carrying on through the winter. And then as we turn the corner to 2017, surprise, a lot more in store. So, Very I, cool. I wish I could say you heard it here first. Here's the full portfolio, the but I want a job tomorrow, so <laughs> we're gonna have to wait on that. There are a lot of great things in store for uh, next year's next year's end the portfolio for 2018.
1: Awesome. We're looking forward to it. We'll have to come back come back and do this again, but uh,
0: we can do this every day, Andrew. All right, I'm sitting around drinking beer talking <laughs> about beer. What can be better <laughs>
1: Uh, if, if the host was better, the show would be even better. But you're doing you're doing a great job hosting, Stephen. Thanks. So thank you, Shucks. <laughs> so okay, one one of the the beers that I was really interested is the the vastly mild beer, as it's called, um, emphasis on the STL of that that mild. Um, so this was one you guys collaborated on with a brewery out of Virginia. Is that right?
0: That is correct. The brewery is Port City. They are in Alexandria, Virginia, and we have several connections with them. Um, I don't think collaboration beers are uh, much of a surprise to any of your listeners, but Certainly. hearing the story for the collaboration, I think, is always always quite interesting. Uh, Dan Kopman of Schlafly and Bill Butcher of Port City go back to Brewers Association days, working on legislation and uh, and various things. And I have a connection with their brewmaster, Jonathan Reeves. He used to brew here in St. Louis, where he met his wife. Uh, Don who is from St. Louis and okay, maybe they didn't meet here. I don't know that story, but let's go uh, with it. Let's but go Don with it. Uh, Don is from St. Louis and Jonathan and Don lived here for a few years uh, He brewed here for a few years. So it was a natural connection We made with one of our former reps to do a collaboration with them Specifically how we settled on the mild style. I think it's because uh, We neither one of us had brewed many miles we brewed a, a mild years ago, but we were uh, quite ready to do another one the name Vastly, if you spell out Vastly and capitalize the V-A like Virginia, or the V, and the mm. S-T-L. So the V, the S, and the L are all capitalized. So Very it cool. looks like Virginia and St. Louis. Anyway, hey, fun wordplay. I, yeah. I guess when you explain it, it kind of ruins the, it, it ruins makes the sense thing a little now, bit. But, uh, no, but that's, that's what perfect. the Vastly Mild is. And it's the beer in my hand, which is really nice. That is so, uh, that, that looks like a tasty. I pepper. know that's not why you brought it up, Andrew.
1: <laughs> not at all. Very cool. So that one will be that one will be available for for folks. It's a describe this beer for us. What are we looking at? So we got a pretty pretty dark color. Um,
0: nah. Dark amber. When you hold dark it up amber. to the light, I know I darkened the room a little bit because staring into the sunshine is uh, is nice Ooh, for a nice little while. Nice roasty notes in there. Uh, great roastiness, 4.3. God, I was even at the bar and. Ordered the beer. The low fours. Oh,
1: yeah. That's that's an easy drinker right there. Very
0: easy drinking. And uh, I think it is the uh, personification or epitome of the, um, of the style, mild, and also known as a session beer. So I want to say it's 4.2 percent, um, thanks to the ever-so-helpful Katie Carroll.
1: <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> this is the first time we've had, like, a producer and a fact-checker, so... <laughs> We're coming to Schlafly all the time. Somebody's
0: got to watch my back. They don't. They don't let Stephen out in public to Babylon endlessly. That could be very risky, right? Sorry, James. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so an- another beer that that I'm excited about, kind of morphing into the, the more seasonal, little little darker, is something the, the Imperial Oktoberfest. Now, what the heck is an Imperial Oktoberfest? I think I can make some guesses, but...
0: You could probably make some reasonably accurate guesses, but uh, what's different about this is we went with 100% German ingredients, malts and hops are uh, all German uh, ingredients, and that's pretty important. It is 8% ABV. It's It has 25 IBUs, okay. so the background for just... To remind everybody, Oktoberfests are also in that lager category. So when we started the Lager Conference, we could do a show on lagers. But Let's do it. We've brewed many, uh, many lagers over the years. And an Oktoberfest is one of the shining examples of uh, of lagers in general. And we decided to make a bigger, larger, fuller bodied, stronger version of an Oktoberfest and calling it Imperial is pretty easy. Imperial is a great name. Sure. It suggests royalty in many ways. Not imperious. That's sometimes (laughs) Steven's attitude on things, and that has a very limited place. So uh, we won't talk about that too much. But Imperial Oktoberfest at 8% is a very strong beer. Typically, Oktoberfests are in the 4.5 to 5.5, maybe 6% uh, uh, range of ABV, Mm -hmm. very drinkable beers, solid malt backbone, uh, sweet caramel kind of character. True lagers, really delightful beers. The Imperial is uh, is the grandfather version of it, if you will. It is also going to be available in bottles, all I can say is, soon. And it, it is also in a new bottle we haven't used before. Okay. Um, I'll let that be a surprise. It's a awesome. different label. The amount of work the team has done getting this together. If I mentioned everyone's name, I thought was involved. The one or two people who did even more work would be uh, unhappy with me. So, huge team effort by uh, a lot of people getting uh, this beer to this point. So, uh, I'm really excited about that. What
1: bottle format are we looking at? Is that going to be a smaller? Is that going to be a 750 or bomber?
0: Brown. Brown. Okay. We'll leave it at that. I don't want... I I can (laughs) tell... Sorry, that was a really snarky answer. It is not a 33. And if it's a 7... 50? It's a different size. Yeah, it's not a 22. Okay. Maybe it's a 500. Let's let it be a surprise. My head is too full of it's, things. It's unique, that's for sure. I have so. involvement in a lot of things here, but not enough in some. So, Sorry, <laughs> well, guys. I'm, I'm just big...
1: asking so I know what to see, but I'm sure I'll see it in shelves and it's I'll snatch a, it's, up a few. It is totally right a standout away. bottle. Awesome. Yes. Super excited about that.
0: Oh, It's clear plastic. It's going to be great. <laughs> that was a joke.
1: You know, there are some some clear... Some clear growlers floating around there, and I I cringe the, when I see them. The original
0: growler, which would now be a collector's item mm-hmm. from Schlafly, also had it was a clear 64 ounce growler. It also had the the uh, ring on the neck it was big enough for my uh, big hand, my big fingers and thumbs to fit through. <laughs> so, in subsequent years, we switched to a smaller ring format, and uh, and I had to carry it differently. Well, so you know, so cre- clear growlers do exist.
1: They do exist. I've seen them. They're elusive, but I've mm-hmm. seen them. Mm-hmm. So something that excited me that I mentioned earlier was the, the, the smash, the hop trial beers. Um, no, maybe I misspoke. Maybe they aren't all smash beers, but I believe that they are in the hop trials. Um, you, you showed me the list there. Um, which, which beers were in the packs and which beers in retail and which beers will, will be available that weren't in the packs at a hop, hop in the city? Do you know?
0: Uh, they are different so just to lay the uh, background information on this hop trial and smash pack refer to the same thing but smash is not I like the sound of breaking glass or something like that please don't do that at the festival it is stylized differently so if you don't want your glass give it to me I'll find somebody who does want it (laughs) don't smash them all Um, smash single malt single hop so right. the smsh are capitalized it is our hop trial pack and it was met with great success in the market it was a 12 pack with four different beers uh three bottles each and the fabulous thing about the whole series so i'm going to bounce around a little bit here the smash pack itself had four distinct hops brambling cross uh eureka enigma and and I think I was supposed to say Eureka like there's an exclamation. Eureka! At the Eureka. <laughs> exactly. Bramling Cross and I always draw a blank. Hollertau? Hollertau Blanc? Yep. Yes. Yep. Hollertau Blanc. Forgive me. Um, there are a lot of hops out there that don't begin with the letter C. It's a huge number that we experiment <laughs> with. We make a transition from number to name, and I'll get into that sure. in a moment. But, uh The most exciting thing about the entire smash beer hop trial program is the feedback that we give to the hop farmers by taking something they've worked on for a long time and they can crush it and smell it and do tests and lab bench tests and all sorts of stuff like that. But you really have to brew with it to know and you can brew with it and drink it. But I think it's a great thing to incorporate the, uh, the world of beer drinkers who can then give feedback. So when you visit schlafly taproom schlafly Bottleworks. you will see these hop trial boards mm-hmm. where you can submit information on the defining characteristics aroma and taste in four different categories you can fill out uh, notes of things that uh that you re- like about the beer or don't like and uh, because not every one is for everybody sure it is such a cool program because the characteristic of each hop is so different just if you haven't had a a hop trial smash pack yet go get one and drink them in a suggested order or drink them in whatever order you want get some friends to join you and talk about the salient characteristics of each hop because they are so vastly different you have a, a lot of different characteristics that come through in them and uh, it's really exciting I have said plenty of times to the media on air that I am not a hop head but I will drink any one of those bottles any time because I think they're absolutely fabulous examples of what, and I should emphasize that we change only the hop. Right, so you beer. have a
1: nice clean basis of the, of the malt yes. and the, the grain bill, so that's Six and a
0: awesome. half percent, 45 IBUs, mm-hmm. SRM is probably three, meaning it's a light golden sure. color. So if, if you walked into the brew house one day and you had to make four batches of beer and they were all hop trials and no one told you the hops, and if the hops are all weighed out for you, They would not be the same volume because the the alpha acid in the hops varies. Sure. So if there were a high alpha acid hop, the containers might not be so full. If it's a low alpha acid hop, you'll have fuller containers. But you will add the hops at the same times for the same effect because the only thing we change is the hop variety. Everything else is the same. So it's a a pretty exciting, uh, fabulous experience for us. And also giving the feedback to the farmers, I think, is what gets us uh, most excited.
1: Very interesting. Now, now you mentioned a, a few of these beers um, that were in the variety pack. Are there a few? You mentioned some that were, some that were names, others that were numbers. I think that HBC two nine one is the the example of one that I saw in my research. Is that going to be available? And can you tell us a little bit more about that hop?
0: Uh, that was just on tap recently. Okay. And it has been identified as Laurel or Laurel L O R A L. Um, and I think, is that one at the festival? My list kind of got cut off here. So the
1: other ones that, that I had seen were the Michigan Brewer's Gold and then um, the HBC, or the uh, Laurel, as you mentioned.
0: Yes, and uh, the Michigan Brewer's Gold is actually uh, currently on tap. Uh, at. I can vouch for the tap room because I spend more <laughs> more time here, but uh Yeah. So both of those will be on tap, as well as the uh, four beers that are in the Smash Pack. The uh, Eureka Enigma. <laughs> there you go. UK, uh, the Bramling Cross from uh, England, and the Hollertel Blanc. Isn't that great, that Hollertel Blanc, French expression, uh, pronunciation, <laughs> uh, but it's a German hop. So is the irony I lost on me? It. I quite mean, uh, enjoy <laughs> anyway, hey, we've got a lot of other beers.
1: Yeah, I'll get please. to that in a second.
0: Smash beers, we good?
1: Smash beers, yeah, I'm good. I I, I got to say, I grabbed the grabbed the pack a, a month or two ago. My brothers and I sat down and and tore through it, and each one of us uh, liked another hop, so it worked out well on those remaining bottles. So
0: the uh, the director of brewing operations and I do not see eye to eye on some of the hops in there, which mm-hmm. is fabulous because although I love her. Uh, Selection of beer for her wedding. Um, We don't necessarily agree on hop characteristics in some of these smash beers, and I doubt you could find a room full of people to nominate uh, a number one beer in unison. What's that called? In uh, everyone agrees, unanimity. Yeah, I doubt you could get a unanimous selection in a group in a. Oh, mixed group of certainly. Uh, of which beer is the best, you know. As long as they agree with me, then they're right. right but if exactly. they do something else, like, come on, <laughs> I think we have we a candidate, about? candidate like that. Sorry, that beer currently. is <laughs> way too dank, so uh, <laughs> or that hot profile.
1: Yeah, so I mean I'm 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 content on the, the hop trial. Um, I'll be more content when everyone out there who's listening, all four of you, I think I'm just adding another one. So go get go get some of that. Tell us what you think. Fill out that card here at the the tasting rooms and and get your get your input in here, you beer nerds. So that's what they do. That's drink exactly drink beer and give their input. Do it in real life.
0: Exactly what's needed and put down any comments you think the comments are really directed at the farmers, so we can share with them what uh, customers who are drinking the beer in real world environment think about the beers. That's been the most exciting thing, and we actually got a lot of good buzz uh, about this smash smash pack. Uh, program when we shipped the beer to various beer writers across the country, they were pretty ecstatic because the label is completely different. It doesn't look like a schlaffly beer label that you uh, would see in this very in the stores. experimental, it's, it's, yeah.
1: scientific almost kind yeah. of looks like the was it done in almost a handwriting looking font, or exactly, did you, or did they have you writing them all? Oh my god, if I wrote those out. things, TTB
0: never would have approved that because I wouldn't be able to read it so. Uh, the typewriter is your best friend for reading my stuff. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so Stephen, tons of tons more beers that I haven't even touched on. I know you have a list and you have you have a lot of knowledge on some that that you're probably super excited about. So so what beers are out there that, that people really need to try that, that you're pumped about?
0: The uh, obviously if there's a beer that you've already had, you may not want to uh, try it and look for new ones like the uh, cucumber lager that will be, uh, randalizing oh, cucumbers on with. the
1: spot very uh, nice. if
0: you didn't get a chance to try the watermelon lager because it was so popular it went quickly uh, that'll be on tapas uh, um, as well and I, I think the one of the more popular booths as I mentioned before will be the specialty booth but these beers are in very limited supply only about a keg's worth um, all from uh, the uh, pilot works okay. and uh, that's gonna be pretty exciting I can't reveal them yet um, because even if they told me, I might not remember. But I could make up all sorts of wacky names for these beers, and you'd still want to try them. So uh, they're definitely the uh, the ones to try, including a couple of cider variants. Yeah, so, I saw that. That's, so for that's all you Appleheads out there who love cider like I do, and I think Andrew's probably a fan as well, the, uh, the cider uh, variants should be a, a pretty good thing to try. Keep in mind there are about 50 beers here, and if you keep your sample size small and you – uh, get here in a timely fashion, and you can probably try most of them. This is not a chugging contest. There is no prize at the end. When you uh, come up to the guy hitting the gong and say you want to uh, redeem your prize for filling out your your badge that you're wearing on your lanyard that you put a sticker on every on every uh, on every beer style, I'm sorry, that doesn't entitle you to smack the gong. It's in a different location this year. Your prize is having tasted them all and enjoyed a great experience at the festival so no particular prize for filling it out it's uh it's okay just to have a couple stickers on your thing come and enjoy a great convivial time the faq section on the uh, website is pretty important there are some changes there so okay
1: check that out we'll put the link up uh we won't make Stephen read through those but uh you kind of gave us the don'ts don't drink everything what are what are some tips for maybe someone who's a first or second time hop in the city attendee what uh, do they need to do what shouldn't they do
0: i think uh for those who haven't been to beer festivals before or uh to hop in the city the general rules of good footwear and sandals and flip-flops work for a lot of people i like something a little sturdier for myself because people sometimes don't know where which direction they're walking sure drink plenty of water it's important Bring your refillable water bottles. Uh, The FAQ says plastic. I don't think that was an intention to ban stainless. I know we have stainless water bottles at home. Bring a refill. You probably won't be allowed to bring it in full because the security guys aren't going to test all the gin and vodka and Everclear and all those bottles. (laughs) There's going to be plenty of booze here. so. So finish your portable water bottles. Refill at the filling stations. Lots of food and water uh, for sale. Try all the beers. It's really a good, happy beer time. Let's keep it a, uh, a good time that it's pretty much uh, always been. That's the uh, the mode of most beer festivals I've gone to. Beer beer people are good people. Let's reinforce that at this and other so. uh, festival. The, uh, oh right, I mentioned shoes. Six great bands. They're listed on the website. For anyone who's younger than me, you've probably heard of those bands before and listening to the Schlafly playlist on Spotify now. My wife is now planning to come even earlier to enjoy some of Hop. So bring your good footwear for the beer festival and bring your dancing shoes. Uh, That's really good. Pets are not allowed. Children are not allowed. There are festivals where uh, you can come in if you're under 21 months or 21 years <laughs> and over but no children this year it's going to be loud too with the bands Certainly. a little bit they're they're uh, maybe not the grateful dead wall sound system from the <laughs> 1970s but um no chairs tents camping beer gear uh, there was a section of our lot and past top in the cities where people would bring that stuff up to station good idea but We'll have a lot of uh, picnic tables up near the food tents, and uh, and walking is good. Bring your Fitbits. You'll get your 10000 in easy, <laughs> there you go. quite easily.
1: Walk off those calories and mm-hmm. the beers. Very that cool. was
0: not a complete list, by the way. Check the FAQ.
1: Yeah, definitely check that site. We'll have all the links up for you. Hopefully, there will be a, a few tickets left when you when you finally get off your button, order those Hop in the City tickets, people. So do that. Um, are we sold out on the, the lot passes for the bands? Is that that open?
0: I don't think so, but it's a heck of a deal at fifteen dollars for all those bands and buy a beer or two. Um, so I think that's the way to go. or I mean, really, thirty dollars to right. taste the beer, but if you don't want that, you can get the fifteen dollars ticket, which is a great value,
1: certainly. and you can enjoy the the best of both worlds, so to speak. um if if you are a, a mega beer geek, I'll say beer enthusiast, whatever whatever title you may choose. Make sure you get out here. If you haven't been, do it. If you have been, you probably already have your tickets because you wouldn't pass this up. So 40, 40 plus beers, Stephen's saying probably closer to 50 with those special yes. special beers. Yep. Awesome. So check out that, that special tent. Um, check out all the links. Stephen, anything we didn't touch on, I know I sent you over a bunch of questions. Anything that I bypassed that you wanted to bring up?
0: Well, Andrew, I take it that this was just the preface, and now we're ready to start the show and start talking <laughs> about All right. Let's crack about our everything. Knuckles. All right. I, I don't think I've seen Katie laugh that hard. So I was kidding, <laughs> Katie. We're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, Katie, what do you think? Do we cover it. We got the bands. We got the music. We got the FAQ. Mm-hmm. Buy your tickets. It will sell out. Everybody knows that the last week, uh, looking at the weather and everything, this is a rain or shine event. The only thing that's going to cancel it is some conflagration of, uh, you know, the bad, bad. Everyone knows what that is. The, uh, Mother Nature, whatever. Go easy on us. It's September. It's a beer festival. It's beer. Be beautiful. We're good people, right? Yes. Beer people are good people. It's gong time. Did you cover it all? in the city Saturday (laughs) September 17th noon to 9 beer festival from 1 to 5 same great parking lot same great location Uh, bring your happiness everybody
1: happiness and courage yes all right it's been another episode of drink mo beer radio episode 14 to be exact live here well not live recorded how about that recorded at the Schlafly Tap House downtown We'll see
0: you. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers. Thanks,
1: Katie. Yeah, thanks, Katie, for being our fact checker. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Ciao, ciao.
0: Sally's in the kitchen, mixing up a whole lot of food for the folks of the bitch. They got nothing better to do. You sit him out while you're talking. He won't get up with me? This back homebrew. Back of the fridge. I'm feeling up and down.
1: Find us online at drinkmobeer.com, on Facebook and Twitter at uh, MoBeer365. Listen to Drink MoBeer Radio on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and the Google Play Store.
0: I feel like you get food, don't want on no talking to i a fool drinking that brew Bring the kids home Sunday when I wake up I'm feeling up and down Your kids go like me, we we'll are go around Take a minute, babe, won't you help me through
1: Sally wants you on your